Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow. Welcome, everyone. I want to welcome all of you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and I am feeling absolutely juicy tonight. I cannot tell you why this is such an important event. I am so thrilled to be bringing two of the most incredible authors to you tonight on a conversation that I so love to talk about. I'm talking about my very special guest for tonight, Steve Behrman and Bruce Lipton. Many of us know uh, Bruce from the many, many things that he's done, but, you know, the biology of the belief is really a sidekick for me. So we know that, you know, Bruce is joining us here today, or Dr. Lipton, as I, I will refer to him for a moment until he straightens me out, um, is joining us here along with Steve because they have put together an incredible book. I don't know how we're going to get through the questions that I have to ask about what they've put together. Spontaneous evolution, our positive future, and a way to get there from here. And I want to say it again, spontaneous evolution, our positive future. Can you feel me on that one? Our positive future. I'm so thrilled that I get to talk to both of these gentlemen tonight because this is a conversation not about tomorrow, not about 10 years from now, but about what we're doing right now in the moment. Dr. Bruce Lipton began his career as a cell biologist, received his PhD from the University of Virginia at Charlottesville, and I want to say to you, he has not looked back since. Today he's joining us because we're going to be talking in depth about what he's created. Not only has he put this particular book on the market, but Biology of Belief, best-selling book. He has been noted for his numerous awards that he's received. But more importantly, when you have Bruce on the show, you're going to hear the truth. Steve's joining us here today as an author, a humorist, political and cultural commentator. He's been writing and performing enlightened comedy for some time. You're going to hear a little bit about his journey and his story and what happens when you get these two guys connecting to write a book that so many people are reading, looking at, and scratching their heads and saying, why didn't we know this before now? I want to welcome Bruce and Steve. I want to welcome you both to the show. Dr. Pat, uh, I just love being here with my friend Steve, and I, I, we just greatly appreciate this opportunity to talk to your wonderful audience because, as uh, you're, we're all quite aware, the, the civilization is in crisis, and uh, yet so many people are focused on the negative sides. They're not really seeing that there's a, a much bigger picture and something much bigger than we could even imagine happening right now. And call me well, Bruce, I want, too. <laughs> I'll call you. Oh, good. If you call me Pat. All right, now we're cool. <laughs> now we're very cool. Uh, and Steve, we're going to call you Steve. Yes, and I'm, I'm also Steve Behrman. I'm, I'm not exactly like Madonna, who only has the first name. Uh, I am okay. Steve Behrman as well. And, you got uh, it. And I really appreciate being on the show. 
And and both Bruce Lipton and Steve Berriman have, you know, co-authored the book Spontaneous Evolution. And we're going to talk with each of them about what this means. I actually want to start at the conversation of a positive future. And the reason I want to start there, Bruce, is you know that I've been doing this show now for six years. And we, when we first came out and did the Dr. Pat show, Talk Radio to Thrive By, you know, people that were around us looked at us and said, you've got to be kidding. You're not going to be talking about anything controversial. You mean you're not going to get up in your guests' faces and, you know, just argue with them? And I said, well, why would I want to do that? I like the people I have on the show. Why is a positive future so difficult, Bruce, for people to believe in? I think we've just been programmed uh, since our culture, you know, has been grounded in Darwinian theory. And Darwinian theory is basically the theory of how life arose on this planet and what made it progress. And so, therefore, it's the underlying theme of what life is all about. And I just have to capsulize that with the way, you know, the Darwinianists uh, put it together. And they talk about a uh, a struggle uh, for existence based on the survival of the fittest. And so basically, we've been ingrained with a belief that life is hard, and it's a struggle, and we have to fight and claw our way up to the top, otherwise we're going to get lost at the wayside. So, I mean, even my father, who never really went to school, uh, knew uh, the concept of uh, a Darwinian world and a sense of a dog-eat-dog world. So we were all groomed with that that notion, we've got to go out there and fight, and life is a struggle, and it looks really much bigger today. The struggles are much harder. So it, it seems like, yeah, that that's the way it is. But, and yet... It's it turns out uh, Darwinian theory is incorrect on this aspect because it's uh, evolution isn't based on on competition. It's now recognized evolution is based on cooperation, and all of a sudden that means like a hundred and eighty degree turn from the way we've been carrying on our lives, like fighting and competing, because the threat of our existence is always in the balance and. Now we look at it and say, wait a minute, uh, it, it's not the survival of the fittest. It's, it, interestingly enough, the, the actual statement would be the elimination of the weakest. Uh, and then you say, well, what does that mean? I said, well, look at two worlds. Uh, you get a chance to live in a world where you struggle to be, you know, for your struggle for existence and you survive by being the fittest. And then look at another world where uh, you live in a world and your goal is not to be the weakest. And all of a sudden you say, I think I prefer the latter world. It's a lot easier because we don't have to fight. We don't have to compete. There's enough for everyone. It's the fear uh, that we're dealing with that is, is the big problem. And so uh, if we understand the real nature of it and let go of this fear, we're moving into a, um, a healthier, happier uh, evolution of ourselves. Wow. You know, Steve, uh, I want to thank you for joining us. Steve Behrman and Bruce Lipton joining us here today. Steve, i got a question for you. Right out of the gate, you know, part one says, what if everything you know is wrong? Well, if everything I know is wrong, then what can I count on? Well, you know, interestingly, uh, in our heads we have beliefs, and uh, you know what, sometimes what people believe is unbelievable. Um, we have beliefs that separate us, that divide us, and yet in our hearts, that is the place where we are unified, where we really are, well, that's where we have our common humanity, and it's in love. Now, that may sound kind of wishy-washy, but it's exactly the thing that you were talking about earlier. The reason why you want to have people on the show and have real conversations, uh, we call them forums instead of against them, is because you are really looking to find the common humanity in whoever is on the show, and you want to build something constructive with them. So part of uh, what Bruce had just talked about, this belief in survival of the fittest, 
the belief in what we call the lowest common dominator, dominating. Um, nature and, uh, and science now is telling us that that's not true. And so, many, uh, so much of what we believe, we believe unconsciously. We're not, even, we're not even aware that it's a belief. We mistake it for reality. And yet it's just the lens that we are seeing through. And we use a, a story in the book that um, many people, I'm sure, have already heard, but it's worth repeating. And it's about how baby elephants are trained. And when they're, uh, when they're first being trained, a rope is tied around their leg and tied to a post. And no matter how hard they pull, of course, they cannot dislodge the, the uh, post. And they make the conclusion that uh, basically this is unbudgeable and they'll never be able to, to move it. Well, of course, when they become older, they're strong. They could budge very easily that post, and yet they don't even try. They're limited by their perception. And so are we. Well, we're going to talk about that and much more when we come back. I'm telling you, I am so jazzed about this show. I am so thrilled to have Bruce Lipton and Steve Berriman joining us here today. They are the co-authors of Spontaneous Evolution, Our Positive Future. When we come back, we'll be talking about where we are today and where we are planning to go. How do we get there? Well, stay tuned for the answers. like where your health and looks are headed or are you ready for a total transformation your dollars and days off have never been more precious so why waste them on anything other than lasting real rejuvenation sure there are expensive spa vacations and then there's total transformation join best-selling author Kat James in a gorgeous mountain setting where you learn the very food and self-care principles that transformed her beyond recognition without self-deprivation Break free from the food and beauty self-sabotage and spend five days with the woman Self Magazine calls a master of self-transformation. You will even celebrate the new you with a world-class makeover and photo shoot. Want a total transformation but can't afford to get away? Attend Cat's teleprogram from your home via computer or phone. Make 2009 your year for total transformation. Call us at 877-54-TOTAL or visit us at totaltransformation.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Are you feeling a little lost, powerless to overcome your challenges? Dawn Stansfield is a compassionate healer and intuitive messenger who focuses on your self-empowerment by examining current-day circumstances, whether they are past, present, or future. She offers practical tools to help you overcome difficult situations and move forward in your life path. For a private consultation, contact Dawn today at 425-453-8180 or visit dawnsvision.com.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And what a great show we've got for you today. And I want to say, wow, spontaneous evolution, our positive future, and a way to get there from here. Uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton uh, joining me as well as Steve Behrman, both of them authors of this book. Both of them have contributed greatly to a conversation that I hope you all sign up for. There's so much to cover. I, I, you know, we should have scheduled two or three hours to do this, but I want to thank you both for joining us here today. And before we go on any further, would you please give our listeners websites so they can find out more about each of you? Well, mine is an easy one. It's uh, BruceLipton.com. And mine, and Steve, BruceLipton.com. Okay. And mine so is we're gonna... Wake Up. Are we ready? Mine yes. is WakeUpLaughing.com. WakeUpLaughing.com. I love that. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, what happens on the days where I absolutely feel like, and Steve, this question's for you, I feel like I want to wake up laughing, I meant to wake up laughing. I went to bed thinking I was going to wake up laughing. And when I woke up, I wasn't laughing. What well, is wrong with me? Well, you know what? We all, uh, you know, we all sometimes suffer from what we call irregular hilarity. <laughs> so uh, just to, uh, you know, if you ever oh. wake up with a funny feeling, that's a good beginning. It's a great beginning. You know, when I looked at what you all put in the book, I mean, I have so many questions, but one of them I want to ask you about, uh, and, and I, want to, I, I want to ask you about what your reference is to the holistic view. You know, you talk about it, and you reference it by the question, how did we get here, the holistic view? And so, you know, the question that I'm asking is, how did we get here, but what is here? Bruce, do you want to start with that? And then yeah. Steve? <laughs> What's very interesting is that we're going through a process of evolution. And uh, we, we have to go through it, so we're being forced to go through it because we're, we're not sustainable as we are right now. Civilization is, in, uh, the, is actually deep into the sixth mass extinction of life on this planet. The previous five were due to things like comets and asteroids hitting the Earth and upsetting the environment and causing life to be profoundly uh, turned over and new life starting. This one is very interesting because science has now recognized that we're in it, but they also recognize that um, it's primarily due to human behavior. And it says that the way we've been living on this planet, we're destroying the environment. And, and, and this is the whole uh, problem because, again, if we go back to Darwinian theory and you say, why are we here? Just asking a broad question. And then you go to Darwinian theory and it says, well, uh, evolution is a result of random mutations, accidents, mutations. So if, you, if we got here through as a consequence of accidental mutation, then you might say, well, then why are we here? And, of course, the answer is, well, there can't be any reason at all. It was just an accident. <laughs> so uh, we have, uh, in that belief system, separated ourselves from nature, saying, well, we're just here like uh, it was the result of like uh, a genetic crapshoot where the dice came out, we're here, and there's no other reason for that. And it turns out now we know a different insight from evolutionary science, and that is uh, every organism that is in the environment was introduced into the environment to help bring balance and harmony to the ecosystem. So that was why every organism was introduced. And then you look at humans, and we've been introduced into the environment, and guess what? We've wrecked havoc on the entire environmental system and throwing it out of balance and harmony when our job was, like the Native Americans said, to tend the garden. So 
uh, we look at all the institutions we have uh, that are sustaining us, and we realize that those institutions are the cause of the of the problem of upsetting the environment, like uh, industrial food production and the pharmaceutical industry with all the drugs into the environment and all the uh, burning of fossil fuels. That so you look at all the things we do, and then you realize, yeah, the environment is is crashing, signaling our own extinction. And, and so the very simple point says, well, what do you do to become sustainable? Well. There, there was an old Einstein uh, quote that I really like, and it says, you can't use the same thinking to solve the problems uh, that created them. So basically it says, the foundation of our civilization has to change. The, un- the, the way we do politics, the way we do economy, the way we handle our relationship to the environment and burning of the fossil fuels and all these other things, uh, they have to change because those are the reasons why we're facing extinction. So uh, then you look around and you say, well, yeah, look, everything's falling apart. The educational institutes, the health industry, the government is in chaos and all that. And, and it's like, well, that's not a coincidence. That's a necessity. And so uh, we're really engaging in restructuring how we live on this planet. And ultimately, you know, what Steve and I are writing about is that it's not the evolution of the human. People always used to talk about, oh, what does the future have? And, oh, we humans, well, there'll be big brains and little tiny bodies. You know, that was, that was a lousy forecast, <laughs> considering uh, today we, we sort of have big bodies and very much smaller brains as the way we've been living our lives. Uh, but that, was, that wasn't good futurism. Uh, yet the futurism is this is that uh, the institutions that we have are collapsing because they're the problems that are creating non-sustainability and that there will be a new way of looking at life based on science and there's new science so the Darwinian theory thing is the first thing to get scrapped and, and it brings us into a, a concept that we are here to promote balance and harmony in the environment that we are not here by accident that we are creators in this process and this is very important because uh, the the cultural belief system is that we're victims. We're victims of everything, you know. It's like we can't take care of our own health, and viruses and bacteria are out to get us, and all these uh, uh, forces are against us. And it turns out, as we write in the book, we have always been creators. We've just been deprogrammed and disempowered uh, during our child development uh, to actually take away our powers, and that our evolution is to realize our powers to work in cooperation and harmony, and with that, create a new sustainable civilization called humanity. See, so it's not the human that's evolving. It's a giant superorganism, and we are the cells in that organism. And so when you understand that, then there's a biology that says, how can, how can you get cells to create a, a living organism that's sustainable? And then this is where Steve and I talk about the fact, well, look, you've... Your body is made out of 50 trillion cells. Every cell is the equivalent of a miniature human, and they live in this tightly, densely packed world, 50 trillion citizens. And when a human is blissed out, 50 trillion cells are blissed out at the same time. So all of a sudden it says that the, the keys that we need to move into the future, as the mystics said, lie within. And uh, our book really comes about and talks about why the civilization's ending, because the beliefs have been altered, and there's new beliefs that will be more sustainable, and that we are also moving into regaining our power so citizens will all be like cells in this giant organism, and our individual vision will really work. And, and just to close out on that, basically say this, 
is that if you took a survey of the entire population of six and a half, seven billion people, and you say, what do you want? I, I'm mm. sure you're going to get 90% or more of the people say, look, all I want is just some peace, a little harmony, a place to sleep, some food, a job to do. And, and if it says, well, if 90% of the population is wanting that peace and harmony, why don't we have it? And, and it says, our cultural beliefs have kept us from being there, and our new beliefs, uh, which are handled in the book, will take us from there to a much more sustainable, viable civilization. Well, you know, and I want to ask Steve about this, because in the book, there's a section you write, and you say, pursuit of happiness looks like it got away. And then you present a formula about this. Uh, you know, Steve, should we give up on happiness? Well, I think happiness is an inside job. And uh, what happens is when we are run more by fear, when we're provoked into being fearful, uh, mm-hmm. we we kind of lose our intelligence and and we lose our uh, our ability to to think creatively and we tend to follow the herd and we tend to do what we're what we're told to do and in this society we're told that to be happy you have to buy a bunch of things and last christmas because of the economic crisis uh, a lot of people began to reexamine that they began to reexamine this knee jerk response that somehow every christmas we got to buy a bunch of uh, things with money that we don't have to impress people that we don't like or even even people we do like we you know we so i think that that there's been a trans that has associated happiness with having things but if we look at uh, the uh uh a lot of other countries actually uh are able to create the same feeling of happiness or greater happiness using less material and so part of this new understanding is recognizing that uh, even if our economy can't grow by using and producing more stuff, then certainly what growth means is growth and happiness, satisfaction, and feeling of connection and joy. Well, you know, Steve, I mean, one of the things that, you know, I loved in reading uh, in the book that you all put together is I didn't go from one section to the other without going back and having to read it because as I read on, there were more and more questions. But after I read uh, certain things like the holistic view or time to see a good shrink, I really went back and had to reflect on the depth of what you both are saying. But I'll tell you, one of my favorite quotes, thanks to Swami Beyondananda, is, you know, ourselves just might be smarter than we are. We're going to talk about that when we come back from break because we have joining us here today, Bruce Lifton and Steve Behrman, spontaneous evolution, our positive future, and a way to get from, to get there from here. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For more information about us, just go to the old website, sign up for the newsletter, and we'll keep you informed. www.thedrpatshow.com. We'll be right back. The proceeding has been a paid program. All opinions expressed during the program are those of the hosts and participants. Do you know how to live courageously? Have you mastered your own mind power to create abundance in every area of your life? With Dr. Joanne White's empowering seminars and books, you'll supercharge your own abilities. The success doc, author, speaker, life, and business coach will help you transform your life and exceed your expectations. Call 1-877-DOC-WHITE 
or visit docwhite.org to live your dreams right now. Are you living your life to the max? Is there anything you would like to change about how you feel or what you're experiencing? You can have anything you want, and empowerment psychic Linda Dickinson can show you the way. Living your life to the max is more than a catchphrase. It's what we intended when we came into this life. Empowerment psychic medium Linda Dickinson online at inmyfuture.com. For private sessions, call 800-206-9096. Live your life to the max. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress, and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit StressDetective.net. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for an initiatory journey to Egypt, May 2010. Picture yourself meditating in the Great Pyramid, cruising down the Nile on a private sailing yacht, and exploring ancient temples in exclusive visits. For a journey that expands your consciousness and opens your heart, Call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and I am your host, Dr. Pat Basile, and guess what? I've got two of the best joining me here today. They are the authors of Spontaneous Evolution, Our Positive Future, and a way to get there from here. Bruce Lipton and Steve Behrman joining me here tonight on the show. Uh, thank you both again for joining us here. And uh, please give out your websites one more time. Okay, mine is uh, BruceLipton.com, and Steve's is? WakeUpLaughing.com. Well, Steve, I want to ask you about uh, the quote that I read from Swami. You know, our cells just might be smarter than we are. And I wanted to ask you about that. Is that possible for our cells to actually have intelligence? Well, you know, I think intelligence is as intelligence does. And, you know, as (laughs) Bruce uh, points out in in his biological work, uh, each of us is a community of 50 trillion cells. And these cells all get along with each other. We have a thriving thriving system. We have uh, underneath our skins, we have full employment. We have universal health care. We have no cell left behind. And the organs actually cooperate for the greater good. They thrive because they work together. You, you never hear about the uh, liver invading the pancreas, demanding the islets of Langerhans. So our organs and our bodies uh, get, you know, actually function quite well. And if we look at human society and we see that we're uh, so often uh, been tricked by our own beliefs into working against one another that perhaps we can learn something about efficiency and cooperation from our own selves. I, I'd you just know, like to add to that, Pat, yeah. because... Um, Go ahead, Bruce. Uh, the, the, it's interesting because, uh, as Steve mentioned, our, our body is comprised of 50 trillion cells. They developed the cells, developed the technology to create us. 
And the technology they use in creating us far exceeds our own human technology today. So it's very interesting because if we understand, uh, uh, go into that cellular system and see how they keep the air and the water clean in there and how they filter all the stuff out and distribute information and food and all this stuff, they're so efficient. And uh, as I said, they, and they didn't do this uh, by just accident. This was a technological evolution. So cells created the technology. And cells, they, as Steve mentioned, they all have different jobs. A liver cell and a bone cell have totally different jobs. They all get paid. Uh, there's a money that goes through the system in a sense of energy units like coins, chemical coins. And, and so there's a, an economy, and uh, it's just so wonderful that we can't make ends meet at this side, but when you look inside the human body, the technology and efficiency of the system is, is a marvel compared to us. And, and the fact that it's a guide for us, because if we just model our civilization after that civilization, uh, then perhaps we'll have the same success as uh, 50 trillion cells in a healthy human body. So, you know, when we look at our lives on a day-to-day basis and, 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 and you know what's going on right now, all you needed to do was listen to the news at the beginning of this show. Um, I talked about something today. I actually talked about the Dow Jones on the show earlier today. And what I talked about was the fact that, well, what was it, Bruce, uh, Steve? Maybe, what, four or five months ago, I had listeners calling in, uh, telling me stories of husbands that were pulling their stock out and cashing them in when the stock was, you know, thinking it was going to hit rock bottom. And today the conversation was, I wonder if the stock is going to get to 9,500. And we put and invest a lot of energy into stuff. Um, What is the correct direction for that? And what I mean by that, you know, we are here with stuff. But I think we have become stuff. Steve, I'd like you to answer that. Well, first of all, I think in looking at the economic system, in a certain sense, we've gotten so uh, far away from the value that the money represents. I mean, in the body, basically, there's no borrowing. You, you know, you just use what's there. You can't, uh, you know, charge something on your ascended MasterCard and pay for a next lifetime. You get to use what's there right now. And so with all of these derivatives and derivatives of derivatives, we have a, a house of credit cards economy that's not based on anything other than speculation. Well, eventually, you have to get down to what is really real in an economy. And what's really real is, first of all, the energy, you know, the, which is for us, for our purposes, the energy from the sun, that, which for us is virtually infinite. And we need to learn how to harness that energy and and magnify it. But it's there for us. There's the food that comes from the earth. That is renewable wealth that comes up every year. There is the factors that human beings bring to the conversation, which is love and imagination. Meaning that if if we bring love to a situation, things become more efficient. People are not using their energy to fight one another. They're more apt to be cooperative. We bring imagination, and we emulate ourselves in that we create amazing technology to operate more efficiently. We also create community together, which means that we are working a lot more like our body as a cooperative venture rather than being in unnecessary competition. So, so much of the stuff that we stuff ourselves with 
is out of a feeling that somehow we're not enough, that uh, we have to keep running to keep up. And, um, you know, I'm sure that, you know, you know, you've heard about original sin, the idea of original sin. Well, in our economic system, it's almost like we have original debt, that uh, money is issued as debt by the Federal Reserve, meaning that it's borrowed into existence, and that there's never really enough money to, to pay for anything, because you keep creating more money to pay for money that you borrowed the other day. So that's how come we have a national debt of, uh, what is it now, $1.9 trillion. So in a certain sense, we have to get back to basics, which is what is it that is truly valuable in life? And that's something that we need to answer as individuals, as families, as communities, and uh as a planet. So when we take a look at this and we look at energy around us, and thank you, Steve, thank you so much. You know, Bruce, I wanted to ask you, we're now pretty much, I'd say, in mainstream America, we can talk about the energy or the energy field. Einstein talked about the field as well. And yet there is a lot of reference to energy. There's a lot of reference to field. There's a lot of reference to flow. And the question that I think comes up for me, how do we harness that, that powerful energy that is, is available to all of us to create a better world? Uh, well, uh, Pat, the, the interesting thing is we create according to our belief systems, what we think we can do and what we can manage. And our belief systems are, are actually uh, so misdirected from the natural course of life on this planet, as Steve mentioned. Uh, how many things can we buy? How much can we rape the earth for? And how much can we take out of all the non-renewable stuff and use up the planet? And, and then we get to the end and we realize, well, I, I got all these cars and I got all these toys, but you, that was an effort to make you happy, and yet there's only momentary happiness in that. The real happiness, as, as we all know, is, is the harmony and love and a community, uh, things that we knew as children, but it was programmed out of us, more or less, and we became a materialist world uh, because we live in a, in a Newtonian world, which says matter is primal and that everything revolves around how much matter we can possess. And in 1925, physics changed the whole perception of the universe and said, you know that matter that you're looking at? It's not even actually real, because if you look inside the atoms that make up that matter, there's no real structure in there. It's energy. So basically, uh, quantum physics comes in and says, uh, big mistake about focusing on the matter. It's the invisible stuff that is more important in shaping our lives and shaping our health and the, uh, the issues that we're working with on this planet, which are basically love and harmony and community and health. These are the things we're looking for. And spending more money on it like we're doing has only created a health care crisis. We spend the most money of any nation in the world on health, and we're about like number in the mid-30s or low-30s in developed nations in regard to actual health of the population. So uh, our tendency is throw more money, throw more matter at things. You know, if there's a war, throw more soldiers and more money. And what we're realizing, we're spending all this stuff and nothing got any better because it isn't the way to get there and what's also interesting as you know and your show is a beacon for all this is that people are spontaneously changing their perceptions they're waking up and saying okay there's something more that i haven't found yet and i'm looking for this something else and that's when when we start to look and, and recognize that science and spirituality are are coming to the same 
playground. And it's interesting because you ask a physicist, you say, what's that invisible stuff, the energy you're talking about? Well, they say that's the field. And the field represents the invisible forces that shape matter. And it's interesting because then you go to a spiritualist for the last couple of thousand years, you say, well, give me a definition of spirit. Well, it's an invisible energy that shapes matter. And all of a sudden you start to recognize that the quantum physicists are talking about the field, the spiritualists are talking about the field. And basically they were both right that our thoughts and, and our attitudes and our emotions and beliefs, which are not physical, they're energy, are more profoundly important in shaping our lives than anything physical. You can take all the drugs you want, but if your mind isn't in the right place, the drugs aren't going to work. So it's coming back to owning who we really are. As I said, uh, we've been programmed to be frail victims. You know, there's things that are so much in charge of us, the bacteria, the viruses. You know, don't eat a Twinkie because that's got sugar. It's going to kill you and, and stuff. And then you look around and you say, is this true? And the answer is, it's absolutely not true. Uh, people walk across fire. Uh, so many reports that I use in my lecture of women lifting up cars when a child is caught underneath that. I mean, a woman lifting up a thousand or more pounds and, and, um, and, and people drinking poisons as testament to God and religious exaltation and surviving that. It says, you can do all these things, and yet our belief system uh, has been the limiting factor in all of it. Well, we're going to talk about this. Wow, Bruce Lipton, Steve Berriman joining us here today. Spontaneous evolution. When we come back, what's the matter with matter? How do we get matter to matter? Wow. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Well, I've got two of the best people to address that question. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Athletes, diabetics, moms, let me tell you about a new high-tech energy gel called Chocolate Number no. 9. Chocolate Number no. 9 is made with only organic agave and the finest dark roast Belgian cocos. Number 9 contains no refined sugar. Number 9 is a certified low glycemic index item, and best of all, Chocolate Number no. 9 simply tastes great. Find out more at chocolatenumber9.com or call 866-999-1909. That's 866-999-1909. Perfco Green. Biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco Green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco Green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, OfficeMax, and other local stores. Visit PerfcoGreen.com. That's P-E-R-F-GoGreen.com. 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Just give me a minute here. I just got to clean the chocolate off my face from eating that that ring ding that uh, uh, Bruce kind of got me in the mood for. Bruce Lipton, Steve Behrman joining me here today. Spontaneous evolution. Honestly, I just want to say to you all, we are barely scratching the surface on what these two amazing authors have put in this book. And, again, I want to thank you both for joining us today on the show. Thank you so much. Well, we so appreciate it. I wish we had another 12 hours, you know, but uh, uh, we just really want people to know something about the, that the state of the condition is because we're all focusing on the crisis. The news media focuses on the crisis. And, and if I would give an analogy of exactly what's going on here, because it, it, there, that there's an old saying, like, there are no news stories. And, mm-hmm. and, and nature is, as we talk about in the book, fractal, where images repeat themselves. So if I would say, where are we right now, then I would give you a model. And I say, uh, inside a caterpillar, there are millions and millions and millions of cells. And every cell, again, is like a miniature human. So if you were inside the body of a caterpillar and were a cell, you'd look around and see all these other cells, just like a community you live in. And, and as the caterpillar is growing, everybody's happy, and, and the economy is booming and the growth is going on big time all the time and everybody's working and everything's cool and then the caterpillar reaches a certain stage and it stops growing and if you were the cells in there you'd be looking around going oh my god the you know the economy just stopped dead here uh and and all of a sudden you start to realize that uh some of the organs start to become come apart and starts to break down and if you were a cell in that in that breaking down caterpillar you'd go Oh my God! It's the, the end is happening here, uh, and then what's interesting is, from among the same population of cells, there's um, some stem cells, and they're called actually the better name is called imaginal cells. That's the name, imaginal cells. They're, they're like creative minorities. They're genetically identical to all the other cells, but they see the world differently. And what they do is they start creating a community of these imaginal stem cells uh, out of the dissolution of the population that was the caterpillar. And these stem cells get together and help create uh, a butterfly out of the remnants of, of the old caterpillar. And so what we're going through today is we're, we're caterpillar ending times right now in regard to human civilization. And people listening to your show, uh, people are quite, uh, I mean, this is a genre of people, they're thinking differently. And they represent the imaginal cells. And their different thinking will become coherent and collect together and create the butterfly out of our civilization. So rather than focusing on the decaying caterpillar phase, uh, our book really says, look, we know this is happening, and the book explains the science of why it's happening, but it also says how do we go from the caterpillar to the butterfly, and that's where it becomes very important for self-empowerment. And just as I was saying before the music broke us at the very end, is that we have all these powers, and and yet we don't believe we can do things. As I said, people walk across fire, drink poison, lift cars, and all that. And even though I wasn't raised in the Christian tradition, uh, it is, if we just go back there, that, that famous uh, saying, which I'll paraphrase, of course, is that uh, Jesus would say, uh, you could do all the things that I can do even better than I can do, but mm-hmm. you don't believe it. And that is actually the absolute biological truth. We can do all those things but we have collectively been programmed to be powerless because when we're powerless, a few people can control the mass of the population rather than the mass of the population controlling our evolution. And, and this, is, this is the turnabout where all the creative cells are going to come together and create something far better than the, the people that have been running civilization. 
And, you know, this is really an ongoing conversation. I love what you said. We could probably talk about this for hours, if not days. Uh, You know, it leads me to the question, Steve, that uh, you all raised in the book about love, about harmony, about coherence. And I think there's a comment or, or a statement in the book that, you know, these are things that we know are not measurable. I mean, honestly, we can't even measure fun, but yet we put such high ratings, you know what I'm saying, almost like Hollywood in lights on striving for these things, or at least some people do. How is it we can manifest those things in our lives if in some ways we may not be able to measure it? Well, you know, it's interesting you're talking about how do you know what is the what's the importance of matter and what what matter matters. Yes. And I think part of this manifestation has to do with our intention, our intrinsic intention, and which direction we want to go in. Do we, do we, are we choosing to manifest something that's loving, or are we choosing to respond to these uh, fear-based programs that make us feel safe because we're used to them? And I think that, that one of the great challenges right now, it's a great adventure actually, is for us to let go of the caterpillar structures and begin to build the, the butterfly organism together. And in the book, we call it weaving a web of mass construction. And we begin to weave that by gathering together. You know, it's great that people are on the Internet, but sometimes you actually want to go on the outer net and uh, get, with, get with your friends, your family, your neighbors, and actually have conversations about what is really valuable. How can we work together to bring more of that value in our communities from the grassroots up, because one thing that we learn uh, is that evolution isn't something that is imposed from the top down. The structure is created as the individual uh, as the individual cells begin to gain more uh, more coherence themselves. And right now, we are in the process of gaining coherence. We're becoming more aware. We're connecting up in community, and even though it may not be on the radar, this new world, this new butterfly organism is actually in the process of being created right now. And that is the manifestation that will allow us to be happier than we can imagine. Well, you know, this is honestly, for me, um, I want to congratulate both of you on Um, a real book on awakening in so many ways. And it's been such a pleasure to speak with each of you. I want to take a minute and and just ask each of you if you wouldn't mind sharing a personal message for our listeners today. And again, congratulations about putting together uh, a, a book that so many people will be able to read and do something with their lives from. So, Bruce, would you like to start? Give us a personal message for today. I, I would love to. I just really would like people to recognize that uh, we are actually in right on course for the evolution, uh, that this is not all the events that are happening in the world right now are not a coincidence and not an accident. Everything is, is moving toward uh, perhaps a 2012, in fact, where we, we jump tracks and, and move into the next level of our organization, and, and, and that becomes relevant because we're, we're going to 
shed that victim is victimhood and that we're just everything is out to get us our health is out of our hands and our lives are out of our hands and turn around to recognize that when we change our thinking processes and that's where biology belief comes in at a cultural level and says look if we all collectively see this in a better way we will manifest life and love and harmony on this planet uh, when we do it when we're outside the control of others that uh, really want to take a dominant power over us and this is what the book is all about is how come we we, we feel we're so vulnerable and frail and yet how we are so powerful and how we can get back to being those powerful beings oh well thank you bruce then steve how about you what's your message for us today well i think that uh... It's really important for us to uh, realize that we are now living perhaps the greatest adventure in human history. We have a chance to do something that, uh, as far as we know, our species has never done, and that is to consciously evolve and become aware participants in this amazing adventure. So for those who uh, are, have been tricked into believing that reality TV is reality, the reality that we're living right now together, that we're this world that is revealing itself to us, this is the most amazing adventure of our human history. Wow. Thank you both so much for, for joining us here today. What a great show. Would you give out your websites one more time for us? Okay. Mine is uh, simply brucelipton.com. A lot of free information about things we're talking. Expand on it on that website. Freely downloadable. And my website is uh, wakeuplaughing.com, and it's also the home of my uh, cosmic comic cohort, Swami Beyond Ananda. And does Swami have a message for us today, Steve? Oh, yes. The Swa- I'll, I'll channel the Swami for you. Okay, here's my message. We are not here to earn God's love. We are here to spend it, so let's go for heaven on earth just for the hell of it. Thank you both so much for joining us here today. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. Pat. Thank you. Uh, it is so great. I hope you both will agree to come back and, you know, do another show with me. We would Absolutely. love to do that. Well, great. And, you know, I love this. Spontaneous evolution, our positive future, and a way to get there from here. Bruce Lipton, Steve Behrman joining us here today. And, of course, the Swami chimed in there at the end of the show. I want to thank everybody out there from tuning us in, for tuning us in and turning us on. We're getting ready to launch uh, the 2010 Holistic Makeover. That's where we'll select a number of you from across the country. And we'll invite you to join us on an adventure to transform your life from the inside out and to pay it forward to learn how to create projects that help masses of people. You're going to be hearing from the eight people that won last year and some of the projects that they created. This, again, is another way for us to give back. You know, I want to thank all of the people that contribute to the show. I want to thank the many people that give their gifts for our Gift Today program. And I want to thank all of you for opening up your hearts and, you know, joining us together with so many people around the globe to create positive change in this world one listener at a time i'm dr pat basili we'll see you next time on the dr pat show